Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Welcome to NBA Today, presented by Levi's. Coming up on NBA Today, the epic series. It continues tonight at 9 o'clock on ESPN. Will the Dubs bounce back or will the Lakers steal another one in the Bay? Stephen A. Smith is here to weigh in. Plus, MVP Joel Embiid, he returned, but... That didn't matter to the Celtics, so Perk dives into the statement made by the reigning Eastern Conference champs. And this matchup, it won't go on forever, so we have to appreciate it while it lasts. We dive into the origin story of the rivalry that has defined greatness over the last decade. We start right now. Welcome to NBA Today, presented by Levi's. You know it's a big show when Stephen A. Smith is in the building with us. I must say, Malika, I was kind of disappointed. I mean, you told the audience I was here (laughs) beforehand. I like to be teased. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Tease the audience. Don't let them know it's me. Just say you got a special guest. A special guest. And then let them find out it's just me. You want want me to keep it fluid. (laughs) You want want me to keep it fluid. But Kendrick Perkins in the house as well. You know, we are counting it down, gentlemen, to a huge game two tonight. We're just about six hours away. Six yeah. hours, oh. 58, mm-hmm. 52, 51 from a huge game between the Lakers and the Warriors. I can't wait, Perk. Yeah. This, this is, this is going to be eat. a big one. Stephen A., what adjustments are you looking for in this one? Well, I think that the Golden State Warriors are going to pick up the pace. I think when you saw the sound from Steve Kerr articulating that, guess what? We felt like we were the fresher team as the game waned, particularly in the fourth quarter. I think that was indicative of the fact that they believe the Lakers have something to be concerned about because Anthony Davis played 45 minutes, didn't come out at all in the second half. And when you consider that and now you've got a game literally every other day in this series, are you really, really going to do that? Sure, you'll be able to if they get to the free throw line 29 times to your six as they did in game one. Sure, you'll be able to if Anthony Davis is dominant and he's allowed to be on the court without any foul trouble, without making sure fatigue kicks in more precipitously, if you're the Golden State Warriors, you have to be in attack mode from open and tap, and you have to push the pace as best as you possibly can mm. at all times so you can get Anthony Davis out of the game, and that'll give guys like Looney and Draymond an opportunity to have a greater impact. Mm. Well, I feel like you can't play those two together. Looney and Draymond, I feel like Steve Kerr is going to have to get to the point where he's going to have to stagger those minutes or bring one of those guys off the bench. But I feel like Draymond Green is the adjustment. Um, When you look on the floor, it's two guys that we look at and say, oh, those guys could be, you know, the best defensive player in the league. And that's Anthony Davis and Draymond Green. When Anthony Davis showed up to game one, Draymond Green has to show up for the Golden State Warriors. Matter of fact, he hasn't shown up since game five for his impact in them in a, in a huge way where we were like, that brother was out there. And I believe he had 21 points on the offensive end. Mm-hmm. But he has had a history at times of matching up with AD and actually giving him problems. I think it's time for him to elevate his game. And I'm not asking him to go out there and score 15 to 20 points, but I want his presence to be felt. 
Defensively, he's so smart, and he accepts the matchup um, on, on, on the defensive end. I think I'm looking at Draymond Green. He's the guy. He's the adjustment that needs to be made. Strange stat I got to throw at both of y'all. Hmm. In odd number games, one, three, five, seven, even though that would mm-hmm. go a game seven in the first round series, Anthony Davis is averaging, what is it, like 28-17 on 55% shooting. In okay. even number games, it's like 13 and 11 on 39% shooting. Not that that really matters in this game, but I thought to throw that out there. In the end, though, I want to throw out another name. Klay Thompson. He had 25 points. You got people walking around acting like he had a good game. That ain't Stephen A. He shot 9 for 25. That is not a good shooting game for Klay Thompson. It's Klay Thompson we're talking about. One of the top five shooters in the history of basketball. You can't miss 16 shots mm. out of 25. Think that's a good game and that's going to suffice to help. Steph Curry, he needs to be better. There, there's no doubt that game one, it belonged to a dominant Anthony Davis. But yes. we are, what, four minutes into the show, and we have not mentioned Steph Curry or LeBron James at this point. And to me, at least the game kind of switched a little bit, Perk, when Steph Curry stopped playing off ball so much, and he started attacking and shooting every single time. They, their lead, it waned when he started to do that. What do you expect yeah. from him? Well, I expect him to have the ball in his hands more and be more involved in the pick and roll and not playing off the ball. I think that's another adjustment Steve Kerr has to make. But we have to be careful. Every time, you know, we put a guy or quote a guy to say that he's a step stopper or he didn't came and did a great job, all of a sudden Here he, comes. <laughs> he get that work the next game. So we're talking about a guy that's one of the most competitive guys this game has ever seen when it comes down to step. And I expect him to come out chewing that damn mouthpiece and smiling and going out there and giving people that work tonight. He will make adjustments on his own. He will, but let's give the Lakers credit where credit is due. What I, and I'm talking about collectively. Mm-hmm. You had defenders that were standing there. They didn't even know what the hell was going on on the basketball court. They kept their eyes on him. They didn't take their eyes off him, and they were switching to make sure that there was a I'm talking about when he didn't have the ball. They were making sure to have a body in his face and give a serve as an impediment to them getting him the ball. So, obviously, you got to work overtime just to get him the basketball. What Steve Kerr needs to do is put the ball in Steph Curry's hands. Mm. Let Steph Curry be that playmaker who potentially can score for you yep. because if he has the ball in his hands then obviously it's a problem for the Los Angeles Lakers it causes more problems than him without the basketball put the ball in his hands and roll with you got. but see I want y'all to think about something real quick think about the guys that are in that locker room right LeBron and Tristan Thompson mm-hmm. they've matched up with Steph plenty of times been in the film room studying on yep. how to guard them I want y'all to think about somebody else that's on the coaching staff. It's Damon Jones that was on Ty Lue's roster. So when I think about the game planning and when I shot out there the other day that they actually kind of want to play the Golden State Warriors over the Kings, they know it's him. because they know Steph. Mm-hmm. And not knowing how to stop him because he's just that great, but know how right. to make it tough on him. And D'Lo I, played with him. So you, you kind of have that too. But when we talk about You're going to make total sense with what you're saying, the way you can articulate yourself and this brother right here. <laughs> of course it's going to sound beautiful and correct. That is not correct. <laughs> you're not LeBron James and you want D- you want Steph Curry more than you want De'Aaron Fox and Malik Monk. These brothers can ball, man. Respect for them. But they're puppies. 
You don't worry about no damn puppies when it comes to the postseason. You worry you. about the, the, the baby uh, face listen, assassin who's been I around this, forever. I couldn't wait for this. I've been having – I just had this same conversation with Richard Jefferson, and I told them, him and you Malika, that, that, that my sources told me okay. before game one that the Lakers wanted this matchup over the Sacramento right. Kings. Right, but I also know this, Kendrick Perkins. I mean, I don't, I don't know if you know this or not, but this ain't the only show mm. Kendrick Perkins does. And when Kendrick oh, he's on Perkins, all morning. He's on all morning. And Kendrick Perkins, on many, many occasions, has talked about how sources lie sometimes. <laughs> how they sit up here and they tell you that, but they lying through their damn teeth. And the Los Angeles Lakers and a Laker that told you they wanted Steph Curry more than De'Aaron Fox and Sacramento are liars. Especially when you consider the fact that Sabonis plays for the Sacramento Kings and Anthony Davis would have had to go up against him instead of Looney and Draymond Green. Don't well, tell me he they wanted they wanted Draymond Green well, and Looney more than he wanted. Well, I'm gonna tell you this: Draymond is gonna have have to at least put up some bonus type numbers and that means putting up 15 a game in order for them to be successful and to show to me that your point that your point is right and their point is wrong. I for one am glad that this is the matchup that we got. We get oh, yeah. another one of Steph versus LeBron and it was interesting Stephen A to listen to Draymond Green on his podcast talk a little bit about how LeBron has changed. He said this is a different version of LeBron. We have not seen LeBron without the ball in his hands as much. It's actually an adjustment for us a player we know so well to have to play him in this chapter in his career, what are you expecting from him? Well, just an appreciation for the greatness of LeBron James being a basketball savant that he is knowing himself just as well as he knows his teammates. LeBron knows that on a night-in, night-out basis, asking him in his 20th season to carry that kind of load mentally as well as physically is a tall task. Mm. You got to do like Anthony Davis, who, by the way, sensitivity, could you please wipe it out? Stop lying on the American public, acting like people saying you can't play. Anthony Davis, one of the top seven talents in the game of basketball. Everybody in grandmama knows it. The issue with him is whether or not he can be relied upon because of his health. Never a question about his game. You're LeBron James. You know that better than anybody. You give this brother the ball. You can get 30 and 23. As sensational as that performance was in game one, it's not beyond the pale for Anthony Davis to do close to this on a game in game out basis because he's got those kind of skills. The question is his stamina and his durability, not his game. Hmm. And LeBron knows that. Feed him first. See where he's at. And then you feed off of him as opposed to being vice versa. No, I agree. But I think AD could affect the game in so many areas that he don't have to go out and get 30. His defensive impact could win you a game. And I think the reason that we're seeing LeBron James play off the ball so much is because he has so much trust in Austin Reeves, Dennis Schroeder, and uh, D'Angelo Russell. He have trust in those guys. Like, go do your thing. But I will say this. I'm not going to let Braun off the hook. I wish he'd take this matchup more personal with Andrew Wiggins because Andrew Wiggins came out fired. Like, I don't want to see no more dabbing up and love my guy with him and Draymond and stuff. Like, we know y'all close friends. I want to see competing. I want to see competition. I want to see some fierce. Like, Go out there and compete, man. We ain't here for all that. I think the only thing that LeBron, outside of his brilliance as a basketball player, I think the only thing that he's mastered more than really showing what his relationships are amongst the league is those damn handshakes. Hand- <laughs> he knows it he's with got everything. one with everybody. You know, he's got one with everybody, and he memorizes all of them. He never fails. So I give him credit for that. But I want to challenge Kendrick on this point. When he talks about how UAD, you don't necessarily need to get 30 or close to 30. 30. I would respectfully disagree, only because of this reason. That 
means I got to have faith that the other cats on the Lakers are going to put up buckets. Now, they're, fine. they're undefeated in the postseason when D'Angelo Russell scores at least 17 points. I get that part, okay? But I'm looking at a Vanderbilt. I'm looking at a D'Angelo. I'm looking at Austin Reeves. I'm looking at these cats, and I'm like this. Wait a minute. On a night-in-night-out basis, I know what they're capable of, but on a night-in-night-out basis, they don't always do that. Anthony Davis is a reliable offensive commodity. LeBron is too. Mm -hmm. Nobody else on the Lakers is night in, night out. They can do it, but sporadically. I can't trust that coming uh, series against the Golden State Warriors. I need the two reliables to be reliable. I mean, we did see Austin Reeves and Rui Hachimura take a game one from Memphis, and LeBron and AD take a back seat. I totally agree with you. I totally agree so, with you. But last time I checked, Memphis and Golden State are two different yeah, teams. Yeah, and Memphis was actually a better defensive team than Golden State this year. Sure, sure. But they certainly weren't better offensively. Yeah, but deep, right. we talking about defense. We're talking about get buckets. I'm just saying, but, but, but when you got a team that yeah, gets buckets, yeah. you got saying, to score but, more but, buckets. But what I'm saying is this we're is talking saying. about being stopped. And what okay. I saw, what I saw here say was this, Malika, I saw Dennis Schroeder and uh, D'Angelo Russell, they were getting into that basket agree. How, yep. whenever they wanted to. But you know that's Golden State. How? They, they, they but, amp it up in, but, in spurts, but, but for the most part, they're lacking over with that Golden and their State. turnovers. You know this. But look, this is this is what I'm saying, and this goes back to my sources. Okay. <laughs> if my sources <laughs> asked, they said, who is going to guard Austin Reeves, who is going to guard D'Angelo Russell, and who's going to guard Dennis Schroeder? In game one, my sources seem like they on point with something. I just have a problem, America, with Kendrick Perkins sitting up here talking about his sources. Now, I know he has I them. I know he has them. Yeah. Yeah, I, know, I know he has them. I'm not yeah. questioning that. But he the kind of person that sources will run away from. Look, what's going on? <laughs> Tell me what the hell is up. I mean, I don't know that that's how you go about getting Here's information. All I, know. I just Here's don't know. All I, know. I know. I know men lie. I know women lie. I know numbers do not lie. And here's a good sign for the Warriors tonight. Home teams that lose game one. They're 16-1 and one in game two over the last three postseasons, including 6-0 and oh this postseason. That's after the Celtics bounced back in game two last night. Stephen A., who you got tonight? Well, before I say that, I'm going to say this. Actually, I, I think I'm a truth teller. You know, same with, I don't think men lie, women lie. I'm not falling under that category, Malik. I'm not doing that. I'm not taking that. I'm not taking that, okay? Secondly, secondly, I believe the Golden State Warriors win this game. They have no choice. I don't believe as great as Golden State is and as much as I believe in them. And I have them winning this series in seven games, even though I would not mind the Lakers winning because that means I'd be here. Oh, we, we know. There are worse things <laughs> that happen in life. But I will say this. I'm not betting against Steph Curry, but I will if they fall down to these Lakers Oh, two. LeBron James, 31 and 0 in playoff series. He's been up 2 0. It would be 30, 30, 32 and 0. I, I can't see him losing this series if they go up two games. Well, we know that the Warriors went down two games to the Kings. That's a very different team from these very Lakers. And I'll throw a stat at you. The Lakers have won 25 straight playoff series when winning game one. That's the longest streak in NBA history. Stephen A. Smith, thank you so much for spending some time with us thank here on so NBA much. Today. So we will see you thank later so on NBA we'll Countdown. Right Perk, though, you can't leave. I, we still need you. All okay. Right. Still to come on NBA Today, the Celtics, man. Perk, Ooh. you were ready to write them off, and then they came back and well, dominated. Last night. Oh. So we have a free sheet coming up in just a little bit on how they got it done in game two. Plus, speaking of bouncing back, the Warriors, they're going to try to even the series tonight in the Bay. Our crew breaks down the illustrious Steph versus LeBron matchup. And we heard what Stephen A thinks. But I want to know what you all think at home, America. So get out your phones right now. I see Kendrick Perkins doing it. Scan the QR code, vote, and let us know who you got tonight in game two. Do you have the Lakers? Do you have the Warriors? We will reveal the results later in the show. We are just just getting started, baby, on NBA Today. Better do it.
NBA Today is presented by Levi's, celebrating 150 years of the 501 gene. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyeho Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Kendrick Perkins, let's check in on the Sixers and the Celtics game, too. You had to know that Boston wasn't going to come out flat. Oh, they played last week? <laughs> the Celtics <laughs> played play last night. night. And you know who else played? Joel Embiid. It was his first game since April 20th. That was game three against the Brooklyn Nets. We're going to pick this one up in the first quarter here. Embiid not looking like he's missing a step. Signature chase down block there on Smart. Keeps it inbounds, even. Absolutely. And if I feel you, I'm encouraged. I thought Joel Embiid moved well, got up, up and down the floor. You got it, had his lift. Look, contesting everything at the basket. He had five blocks in the first half alone, Perk. First sixer with five blocks and a half in the last 25 postseasons. And then 240 to play here in the second. Harden, he finds Embiid, that nice little pick and roll layup. Little slice and dice action, but check this out. The face-up game, little rip through. Uh, Go snatch the screws out the rim, big fella. Blowing by Al Horford, ferocious slam. 15 points, four of nine from the field, three rebounds, five blocks in 27 minutes. The Sixers trailed by eight at the half. And then the Celtics, they ran away with it in the third quarter. Right? Absolutely. Dude, the cutting. Jalen Brown set the tone from the jump, but I thought the Celtics were so aggressive. Look at this. Coming off the screen, dotting high, talking noise. Jay Bills. Jalen Brown. Jay Bizzle, excuse me. Game high, 25 points for him. Celtics up big. It's they the devil, Malika. I mean, Malcolm Brogdon, six, six man, man of the, of the year, year, was Jinx. so huge. Jason Tatum had seven points, and they won by, what, 30? Brogdon had 23 points off of the bench. Celtics get the win, 121-87. to Here they are after the game. Your team said this morning that they were angry, frustrated. Could you sense from the uh, beginning of the night that they were going to play like they played, especially on both ends of the, of the floor? Yes. And what did you like about that from the get-go? They were angry, frustrated. <laughs> Joe, what have the last 48 hours been like for your team? Angry, pissed. And did you like that? Did you like their yes. what was going on the last couple of days? Yes. Thank you, Joe. You don't want to, nobody wants to ask about all the adjustments we made from game one to game two? 
So the Celtics 34 point win is tied for their second largest win following a loss within a postseason in franchise history. Sixers head coach Doc Rivers was Boston's coach for their only larger victory. That was in 2008 Park. You remember that against the Lakers. So the Celtics offense it was on fire but I do want to talk about the defense right because they held Philadelphia to just 87 points. So Joe Mazzulla wanted to be asked about it so I'll ask you about it Perk. What did you see the adjustments in game two? I saw a lot of adjustments and it's hot as hell in the studio but guess what <laughs> I had to bring out the free sheet today because Joe Mazzulla did his thing. I was very critical of him but guess what James Harden had something to say. Let's take a listen to it before I start. We just, it wasn't, we didn't, our spacing wasn't right. And I mean, this is a make or miss league. They didn't really start making shots until, you know what I mean, that third quarter when they went on that big run. But for us, we just got to do a better, better job of knowing where we are on the floor and just allowing each other to have space and uh, to, to, to generate shots, easier shots. With something about defense. I keep preaching that, and that's what the Celtics did last night. They defended. 87 points allowed. Fewest in the game this season. Regular season plus playoffs. They had them on their heels all night long. Before this, before I start this free segment, I need producer Jaren up to the building with me. Jaren, come on up. I ain't gonna start unless you come on tape. Because here's why. I'm not great with the iPad like that yet. I'm not the great Tim Legger, but damn it, I'm perk. And we about to roll a segment right now. Let's start it up, Jay. Here we go. Coming down. Freeze! I got multiple freezes. I want you to see how physical Marcus Smart is with James Harden. Touching him up before he get across half court. Joe Mazzulla, we talked about making adjustments. Shining over here, running a little bit more for me, Jaren. Then freeze it again. Here we go. We got Robert Williams guarding Jay McDaniels over here in the corner. Great adjustment. You know why? Now all of a sudden you put Grant Williams on Paul Reed. They running high pick and roll. Grant Williams is in the drop. They're going to communicate great on the switch. Run it. Here you go. Marcus Smart. Great switch with Malcolm Brogdon. I want you to watch. Here come another adjustment right here. So you got James Harden and Malcolm Brogdon on the ISO. Rob Williams close out. Freeze! Another adjustment that was made. Trapping the pick and rolls with James Harden. Look at the weak side. You got Jason Tatum. He's ready to rotate if he dives to the basket. Marcus Smart is in denial, but they're trapping. You know why? Because this guy gave him 45. Make somebody else beat him. Run it, Jay. Here we go. The pass back. Rob Williams, best in the league at contesting. Great contest. One shot, rebound, we out. Here we go, going to the next play. Freeze! Look at this. Look at the bump up. Look at the physicality. Look at the communication. Now watch the switch. Watch Marcus Smart switch with Grant Williams. Run it, Jaren. Here we go. They try to switch the angle. He switch under, he take the contact. Here we go, we got Joel and B sprinting to the pick and roll. Al Horford, freeze! Here go the adjustment again. I want y'all to look at everything. First of all, look at the weak side. Marcus Smart is in his 2-9. Jalen Brown is in his 2-9. Derek White is at the nail. But look, James Harden torch Al Horford. 29 of his 45 points were on Al Horford in game one. Grant Williams realized we are trapping this time. Look at him on the scramble getting into the trap. Here we go. Run it, Jaren. Right here, trap. Get the ball out of his hands. Jalen Brown takes the cutter. 
Derek White is ready to close out. Marcus Smart close out under control. Take away the middle with his chest. Block shot, they out. Celtic defense, the team responded to Coach Joe Mazzula. They put on a beautiful display on the defensive end. And now, Perk, the series is 1-1. Jaron Yang, thank you so much. I appreciate you. Game well, three is tomorrow. We'll Dang. get you a cup of water yeah. at 7.30 Eastern as the series shifts back to Philadelphia. Still to come, though, on NBA Today, it's the two players whose impact on the game is going to last forever. LeBron and Steph, they are not even close to being done, though. We explain NBA Today back after this. Need a fan? Uh, I need some. I need Jesus. <laughs> This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Our careers are connected because we play at the highest level. Oh, God, I have been in so many battles with over the years. Curry guarded by James. He's in the way of me getting another trophy. How do you slow him down? Same way you slow me down. You can't. What's up the three? Oh, it's gone! Let's go! The greatest shooter the game has ever seen. It brings out another level of intensity and excitement. Are we ready for? Now it's time for today's ratings breakdown presented by NBA 2K23. You see LeBron James coming in at a 97. Steph Curry just behind him at a 96. You good with that, Perk? Anyways. Yeah, I'm good. I don't, I don't, no issues. The only issues I have is how hot it is in here and my breathing. Right? <laughs> yeah, a lot of- All right. Well, that sounds like a we'll, we'll, we'll work on that. And while those video game ratings are for Curry and James, their careers, they have been a movie script, I think it's fair to say, thus far. And at times, maybe they've downplayed the rivalry and how it's been built through five postseason showdowns and a play-in game. But with ring number five on the line for both of them, we're headed for yet another Hollywood ending. Dave McMenamin has more. We're all witnesses to uh, what Steph Curry has done in his career and the way he just changed the game. He's a gamer. You know he's going to be ready for big moments. You know, he's a a once in a a lifetime basketball player. You're not going to shut him down. I don't think that's been done before. James keeps his dribble somehow. Oh, he throws it down. LeBron versus Steph. Their origin story reads like a Hollywood script. Born in the same hospital, these infants grew into icons. The ultimate positionless player against the face of the three-point revolution. Oh, what a shot from Curry! Let's pick it up in 2016, 
It's Game 6 of the NBA Finals. The Cavs are minutes away from forcing a Game 7 against the 73-win Warriors. Down comes Curry. In the lane. LeBron tracks him stride for stride, breathing down his collar. Curry blocked by James! And has an editorial comment for Curry. Let's pause and do a quick resume check for these two at this specific moment in their careers. LeBron, in his early 30s, has two titles and is ranked outside the top 10 in the all-time scoring list. Curry, in his late 20s, has one chip and is ranked outside the top 15 on the all-time three-pointers list. Back to 2016. Cavs edge the dubs in Game 7, the defining moment of James's storied basketball career. Believe in Cleveland! The Cavaliers are NBA champions! Okay, welcome back to 2023, part six of LeBron and Steph's saga. LeBron, now a Laker, has four rings with three different teams as the all-time scoring king. Steph, still a warrior, has four rings and is the all-time leader in threes. Stephen Curry, the all-time three-point king! Their legacy is already cemented. There's seemingly nothing slowing down the 38-year-old James and the 35-year-old Curry. Except maybe one another. Curry, some nifty dribble and a block by LeBron! It's wonderful for basketball fans just to have two all-time greats at the peak of their powers. Pretty awesome rivalry. Game one belongs to the Los Angeles Lakers. This series is the next blockbuster installment for the franchise. The winner gets one step closer on his quest for a fifth ring. So find your seat, put your phones on silent, and get your popcorn ready. The show is starting back up again. You good? No, I'm telling you. Hey, listen, Dave did his thing on this piece right here. I, I was, yeah, I'm good. You're I'm good, good here? What's your movie snack, your preferred movie snack? Uh, I, I, it's all of them. It's all of them. It's all not snack. just popcorn. I, I get to the movies and I get it all. Oh, okay. Yeah, I get it all. I'm going to let you continue enjoying yeah, the movie. Yeah, absolutely. And you can have my popcorn. <laughs> I'm going to go check in. Need my 3D glasses, too. Because the script between these two, it is Hollywood. And so for more on this matchup, we bring in Vince Carter and CJ McCollum. Hey, gentlemen, I'm hoping you can help me out with a couple of superlatives here as we prepare for this game, too, because both of you faced off against both Steph Curry and LeBron James in the postseason. So, CJ, I, I want to start with you here. Who is the more difficult player to defend of those two? Well, they're both two different types of covers. Obviously, I spent more time guarding the guard position, having to guard Steph, so I'll speak to Steph. Mm. Um, LeBron, 6'8", 260, 270. I don't have to guard him. That wasn't my assignment ever. But for Steph, I think the hard part about him is his conditioning. Dennis Schroeder talked about it, how much he's running around each possession, basically 20, 20 seconds per possession. Look at this clip right here to start our game against New Orleans. Locked in, right? 
knowing he's going to move it off the ball. He's most dangerous when he passes it. You get one screen. You chase over. You get a contest because he's a great shooter. He pump fakes, moves to the left. Greatest shooter to ever touch a basketball. The key to this team is their movement and their ability to set screens. Right here, you got a great ATO where Steph curls, sets a screen for Clay. Probably the second greatest shooter to ever touch a basketball. He raises up. They figure out ways to put them in different positions. And the key in this series against the Lakers is figuring out how to get Steph on the ball as well as off the ball. This is him dancing now. Gets downhill, passes it. This is when the defense normally relaxes. You can't relax on Steph Curry. He's going to relocate with his conditioning. Quickest release in the game. Bang. Momentum swinger throughout the series. Momentum swinger at home. And when he's moving out the ball, he's as dangerous as they come. And that's what makes him great. Conditioning, ability to shoot, catch and shoot, off the dribble, and how effective he is when they utilize him as a screener. So Vince, at the end of the day though, who do you fear more when you're the opponent? Man, like... Uh... Sophie's choice. I, I'm going to say both, and it's, 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 it's a tough choice. And I, I'm, I'm going to say Steph Curry because of his shooting and his range and his conditioning as well. Well, like, I mean, LeBron is this guy. Like, if you, you build a wall as a team, you get back and you're like, okay, we build the wall, we can slow him down, and you'll kind of you'll live with that three. With Steph Curry, you can't do so. You have, you have to get back, you build the wall, but what do you build your wall? Above the three-point line. And I think that's where the fear comes because he can beat you many ways, all three levels, with and without the basketball. And you cannot relax. You cannot be that guy. Sometimes they'll put you in... In a, in a help situation where you have to tag, but you know you have Steph Curry, and you have a decision to make. Because as you take that step to tag, step to tag, Steph Curry is going for three, and his ability to catch and shoot within seconds is so tough, and he's so dynamic from so far from behind the behind the three. So that's why I say he's more dynamic and more feared. CJ, you've played against both in the playoffs. Where do you fall? This is a tough situation. I think from a fear standpoint, you look at the greatness that they both possess. Mm. Um, LeBron having multiple championships, LeBron having multiple MVPs, multiple finals MVPs, but also being 38 years old now. He's playing a different role for this Lakers team, still capable of taking games over, still capable of being that guy, but allowing Anthony, Anthony Davis to, to really take the keys. For Steph Curry, they go as he goes. He's got to yeah. be aggressive. He's got to be effective. It took a 50-point Game 7 effort for them to get out of the first round. So that, that tells you how their roles have kind of shifted. The Lakers had a different leading score in each of their wins in the first series. Let me ask you this, CJ. When you have rookies that you're playing with that are facing maybe Steph or LeBron for the first time, is there one that you feel like you have to gear up your teammates for more or they have more questions about? I think LeBron's legacy makes it difficult mm. in terms of kids kind of looking at him as their Jordan, right? You look at the, the new generation of players that are low 20s, he's like their Jordan. For Steph, it's more about how demoralizing the three-pointers can be, especially right. when you're playing in the Bay Area, when he's hitting three after three, uh, quick release, he's shooting from 35 feet. I think that's when you're like, he's going to make shots. You're going to play good defense, and you're going to go against better offense sometimes. Right, and you just have to hang your hat on the fact that you, you did as well as you can and still know that he's going to make buckets. Since you're a current player, I won't ask you this. Vince, I will turn to you on this one. You're still playing. Is there someone you want to play with more? It's about even, Malika, and, and I know it's like, oh, that's not fair, because here's why. The two superstars are dynamic, and all the superlatives that we've all given them, they're unselfish at the same time. Their willingness to make plays and pass and get guys involved. Like, there's two on the ball right there, Austin Reeve understood. Get behind the three and be ready to shoot. 
Cut back door, have my hands ready. Boom, there it is, on time target. Steph Curry in transition so fast. He can pull up for three whenever he wants, but if you run the floor, he's gonna put the ball in your hands so you can score there. Two on the ball, they get off the ball. And that's what it is. Like, the players understand, if I run hard, if I run the floor, if I space, if I create opportunity for him, set good screens for those guys and get off the ball, the, those two guys will find you and make plays, make the right plays, and don't have, they don't blink. And, and that's what every player wants. Every player wants a guy, when you're with a superstar, the game is easy. And we make the game easier for them by making sure we're obviously knocking down shots and spacing, making it tough to guard those guys either one-on-one -on -one or double-team. Gentlemen, thank you. Please do not go too far because I do want to get your picks on tonight's game. But before we do that, I want to get America's picks. CJ, I see you have your phone in your hand, so take it out. Everybody at home, scan the QR code that is on your screen right now. Let me know who you think is going to win this game two tonight between the Lakers and the Warriors. We will reveal the results at the end of the show. Still to come on NBA Today, AD, it doesn't stand for Anthony Davis. It stands for absolute dominance. But can he keep it up in this game too? We have the keys to that. Our discussion coming up next. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network. All lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Wiggins drives to nine by Davis. What a block. This is the Anthony Davis the Lakers need throughout this series. That was beautiful basketball. Man basketball. We'll see what happens in game two. And still trying to find ways to attack. Welcome back to NBA Today, presented by Levi's. Welcome back. Mark Spears joining Kendrick Perkins and myself. Mark, you were actually at game one up in the Bay. Experienced the AD domination offensively in person. 30-23-5 for him. Yes. But the question has been, can he keep it up? What do you think? Well, the thing that I wonder if he could keep up more than anything is the minutes. Mm. Uh, he played 44 minutes. This is only the fourth time this season, including the playoffs, that he played over 40 minutes a game. You know, Coach Ham said that that's what load management has done for him. Yeah. Allowed him to play like this in the postseason. Mm -hmm. But can he do this every other day? I don't know that he can do this every other day. That's a lot of minutes for a guy that has had a lot of injuries. But if he is able to play that many minutes, what can the Warriors do? They right. have no height. They got one center who only played 24 minutes in Looney. 
I just think it's just going to be too difficult to tap. So if he could continue to play in a 40-minute plus range, yeah. How are you going to stop Anthony Davis and the Lakers? I thought that Brian Windhorst had an interesting point about that earlier on first take when, when he was talking about it's not just the number of minutes he plays, it's the quality of minutes he plays. Mm-hmm. Is he hitting the floor on every single possession? Is he banging up against guys? Is it physical minutes that he's playing? Yeah. Or is he able to sort of save his body a little bit as he does it? What's going on? <laughs> What's happening? Zach, you're not on the show today. What? Oh. what are you? Oh, look. You're going to talk about Anthony Davis. I'm coming on the show. I wrote about Anthony Davis today. You're all talking about offense. That's awesome. He was amazing on offense. He's a giant <laughs> when the Warriors go small. But I'm looking on defense tonight, and you guys mentioned, what can the Warriors do about Anthony Davis? And, and the answer may be on the other end more than anything else. His job in this series is simple. Put him on one of the shoot threes and have him ignore that guy and clog up the paint. And Anthony Davis single-handedly turned the paint into a no-fly zone for the Warriors. He just sat down there and said, come on, bring it in, because you don't want to mess with me. I will throw your shot into the stands. And I think one thing the Warriors are going to do tonight is try to get him out of the paint by having his guys set more ball screens for Steph Curry and see how aggressively he wants to come up, see if he can come up and go back and ride that Golden State Warriors yo-yo like that. And it gets harder if they separate Looney and Green and play four shooters for almost the entire game and there's more space to cover and there's nobody else for him to guard except the guy setting the screens for Steph. So I think they're going to test him out a little bit more, make him work even harder, not let him just sit back there and ignore Kevon Looney and ignore Draymond Green and wait for people to come to him in the paint. Well, it's two things that's disturbing. One, that Zach came in on disco lights. <laughs> Part of that is cringe. It's a cringe. And then a dance. Yeah, and then the dance. That that I was, was a, that's a problem. 70s. That's a problem. But I, I love how you hopped on the defensive end. But you know what else is disturbing? And it should be disturbing to Anthony Davis. Is the fact that we gotta worry about his minutes. He's 30 years old. He's in the prime of his career, and we sitting up here talking about, oh, can he withhold the minutes? He should be able to. And I think Anthony Davis, this is another thing he should take and, you know what, take it personal and continue to change the narrative about things that are being said about him because I'm with you. I'm like, is his body going to hold up? But why are we having this conversation? He's 30 years old. He's in his prime. We shouldn't even be saying this. We should be saying he's ready for this. He's going to come out and be in attack mode tonight. Mm-hmm. Not worried about can his body take it? Well, he's just so key to this series. We see when he is not only so so dominant defensively, but able to score the way that he was in the game one, the Warriors just didn't have an answer. Zach Lowe, thank you for stopping by with a little Zach attack and disco <laughs> likes. Make sure you check Zach. out his article on ESPN+. Plus. Zach, we will see you tomorrow. And also, before you go, Zach, can you get out your phone? Because it's that time again. We're one step closer to tip off, and I want to know who you think is going to win this one. Lakers, Warriors, get out your phone, scan the QR code, and we will let you know the results, what you think, America. Well, we know who y'all want. At the end of the show. Still to come on NBA Today, my friends, Steph and LeBron, they take us through their quest for title number five in their own words. Keep it locked. NBA Today, back after this.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. LeBron James and Steph Curry, they're both chasing their fifth title, and their journeys are different, but their goals, right, they remain the same, to win. And to do that, like they have so many times in the past, they have to get past each other. So let's hear from both of them in their own words as they continue their quest to hoist the Larry O'Brien trophy yet again. I'm in the business of trying to win championships. Where's the goggles? Championships are the only thing that you really kind of lock in on. Everything else is just living up to those moments. There's no slight for me on what my mindset is. My mindset is how we can be great today. I have that mentality of if we can maximize today, then it makes the next challenge that much more easy for us. The piece that as a leader that I try to come through is like what's happening right now. Everybody's gonna ask that question, like how long can they do this? How long is it gonna last? People are gonna try to predict the ending. With four titles in the last eight years, the run is not done. Basketball will determine, you know, how long we can keep this thing together. Feel real good on how I'm playing the game, not only physically. But more importantly, just like mentally, I'm, I'm just so much more sharper now at year 20 than I was at year 10. Steph Curry from way downtown. Some Curry chaos. Feeling like I still am in my prime and then going out there and just competing. I don't have anything left to prove but a lot to accomplish. Like I still feel like that's the only motivation is, you know, how much can you get out of the game? We some legends, we some legends. History say we all play for me, I'm trying to push the limit. It's what the job description requires of me. Do more and, and be productive at it. I feel like the way I can play the game right now and the way I can go out and dominate a game right now can still contribute to lifting that Larry O'Brien trophy. We'll leave it all on the line because uh, I know it's going to end at some point, but not anytime soon. We're just a couple of hours away, guys. Game two between LeBron, AD, the Lakers, Steph, and the Warriors. It's at 9 Eastern on ESPN and the app. NBA Countdown starts our coverage at 8 o'clock Eastern. More NBA Today coming up in 60 Got seconds. Got enough time to get two meals in. <laughs> <laughs> NBA Today is presented by Levi's, celebrating 150 years of the 501 gene. Welcome back to NBA Today. We have five hours, my friends, until tip-off in the Bay. And I do want to get everybody's picks for tonight's game. But before we get to yours, I want to see what America had to say, right? Because we asked you all show long to scan the QR code. Tell us who you think is going to win. 52% mm. of the 3,500 votes said the Lakers are going to pick up this pivotal game, too, while 48% said Golden State. CJ, you said, mmm, that's an interesting result. So then I guess I'll start with you. You have the honors. Go first, my friend. Who you got? I, 
I got the Warriors winning this game. There's no way Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, Draymond Green go down 0-2 at home, understanding the magnitude of what it's like to lose to LeBron James twice. He's never lost a series in which he's led uh, two games to zero or had a two-game league. So I expect Steph to be very aggressive. I expect Steve Kerr to put the ball in his hands more often, allow him to maneuver in more picking rolls and really control their destiny, similar to how he did in Sacramento in Game 7. All right, Vince Carter, where are we rolling? Uh, I, I as well. I, I take the Golden State Warriors. I do also think they do not want to go down 0-2 going to the Lakers. It's the difference between going 0-2 back home like they were against uh, the Kings as opposed to now going on the road where they haven't played their best basketball. So, yes, they want to go 1-1 on the road. Mr. Spears. The Warriors season is in the balance tonight. Mm. They have to win. It's simple as that. They have to win. And, and the Warriors have played their best basketball when their backs have been against the wall. When they were down 2-0 against the Kings in the previous series, they won three in a row. When they went to a game seven, they won. I expect them to play their best basketball, keep the series alive, and win. Well, <laughs> America picked 52% towards the Lakers. I'm going to make up the 48%. And I'm going what? with the Lakers tonight. Yep. You talk about the magnitude, the Lakers understand the magnitude of going up 2-0 on the road. And I believe LeBron James is going to play better tonight, and I feel like they don't have an answer for the Lakers' defense. Yep, picking the Lakers. When did you pick the Lakers? This morning it was the Warriors. Uh, when did we? I just picked the Lakers <laughs> All right. just now. Well, we picked the Lakers just, just the now. Lakers just now. All right. Uh, I'm going to roll with Golden State tonight. I just think I agree with, with Mark Spears. It, it is imperative that they get this done. I think Steph Curry understands what it takes. The Lakers looked so good, though, in game one that I don't feel good about I, this pick. I, I messed up the whole graphic. Yeah, they couldn't yeah. even put it up. That's how yeah, you yeah. heard me, though. Yeah, yeah we, we all heard you, you loud and clear. Thank you, gentlemen, so much for spending some time with us here I'll on NBA up. Today. I'll Tomorrow, you know who's stopping by? Who? E-40 is in the God. building. My That's going to do it for us. Enjoy tonight's games. We'll see you tomorrow. Yep. Hey, Perk, good breakdown, too, bro. Good <laughs> breakdown. <laughs>